Good morning. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, located at 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester and beyond, 1450 on the AM dial and streaming around the world, around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. Very pleased to have with us this morning... Anne Macaulay LaDuke. Anne, uh, good morning to you. Good morning, Ken, and thanks for having me. Well, it is uh, my pleasure. Anne is joining us from the great state of Connecticut, and she is here to discuss her new book called Personal Health Organizer, a complete, easy-to-use system to quickly document your major medical and dental history. And by the way, uh, this program presented by Northeast Delta Dental with individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. And by the way, Ann, I mentioned to you uh, just a few moments ago that ironically enough with you on the program today, it's call your doctor day. So it kind of coincides. I think that's great. I didn't know that day existed. <laughs> And, and I say, Ken, don't forget, call your nurse practitioner or physician's assistant if that's who you have. <laughs> you have some history in that regard. Give us a, 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 just a brief biography of, of, of your work in the, in, the medical war, in the medical field. Oh, heavens. Uh, let's see. 43 years I've been in the medical field. I'm now retired, and I was a nurse who did everything, a registered nurse, and then I went back to school at age 51 to become a nurse practitioner, and uh, I worked in the nursing homes and short-term rehab as a nurse practitioner, and then I was fortunate enough to retire. <laughs> well, and uh, you, you didn't uh, waste that retirement time at all. You, uh, you have put together uh, just a, a great organizer, uh, I, I would say, uh, in the book that I just mentioned, your, your personal health uh, organizer, a complete easy-to-use system to quickly document your major medical and dental history. What inspired you to, uh, to write the book or to put it together? Well, my husband uh, had a bad accident during Hurricane Irene, and he um, ended up in the trauma unit of a major hospital. He fell all the way down the basement stairs when the power went out. And um, they didn't have any medical records. And they looked to me, his wife, and of course I was a nurse practitioner, so they assumed I would know everything. And I was such a basket case emotionally that uh, I, I couldn't answer a lot of their questions, most of their questions. And I stood there thinking, oh my goodness, if only I had a cheat sheet. Mm. So I, I wrote the book, my cheat sheet, to where you could have things written about somebody or yourself uh, and have the answers. Hopefully nobody will have a, a, an incident like that where you really count on it. But in the everyday, we all forget. And it's important, I feel, very important, to keep track of ourselves, our own health. Well, there's no doubt about that, and, and especially in a time of uh, great stress like you described. I'm, I mean, it's very difficult to think of anything else except what is going on uh, at the moment in terms of uh, medical histories or, or doctors or any kind of medical records. You're only thinking about uh, you know, the survival, really, of, uh, of, a, of a close loved one. 
and and you would need something as 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 a reference, uh, and this is just the the perfect thing. Uh, this uh, this uh, organizer that you have uh, uh, put together, and maybe maybe you can tell us and how the medical field has changed since you got into it uh, a number of years ago. Oh. <laughs> Well, let's see, I trained in the uh, primary care offices as uh, when I went back to school as a nurse practitioner, and uh, the, the time to see patients was short, but now it's shorter. Mm. It's, you, as you know, you get into the office and it's quick, 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 and you have to, as a patient, you have to be organized, and you have to speak up for yourself, and you have to ask questions and write down the answers because the appointments are short, and when you get home, you're going to say, gee, what did he say? What Was I supposed to do this? Yeah. It's not like you can call back every five minutes and have it. You should have it written down. Um, so I think that's the main thing, that, that it's uh, time. Time is, time is short for any medical thing, and everybody's in a hurry. So to be organized is the key. Well, what you have put together here uh, is, as it says on the front cover, and very uh, appropriately so, a lifetime record, such a, uh, a comprehensive uh, book uh, where you can track your health literally from the cradle to the grave. Um, yes, yes, thank you. It's, um, it's important, you know, to, for parents to maybe start one for the kids, when they're born, I like to give it as a shower gift. Yeah. Because you start yeah. somebody out, yep. And then when the children become adults, they have that information written down for them um, that they won't remember they were kids. And you put in a family history, which is so important now with, with uh, preventive medicine and getting the right tests, depending on your family medicine, I mean, your family um, history. And... You have to get that information while the people are still with us, and it's um, we forget as as adults. You don't think you will, but boy, I've forgotten some things. It's embarrassing. I'm a nurse practitioner. I should remember that, but we don't. So to have it, it's important. We don't leave our bank records just in the bank and never look at them and never scrutinize them, do we? No. So um, our health is our most valuable commodity. And we need to keep I, track of it and uh, protect it and work for it. I think I find that uh, more people keep track of uh, the maintenance that they have done on their cars over the years uh, than themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great analogy, Ken. <laughs> yes. They, Very they, good, and they, and they probably have more records about uh, you know how many times their their animals have gone to the vet, uh, yeah. and, and, you know, rather than uh, medical information uh, about themselves. So uh, it, it 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 does work in strange ways. But uh, the medical profession, as you pointed out, uh, n- you know, not always perfect. Uh, mistakes are made. So, well, what better way to document uh, your own history and uh, and those of your relatives as well? Yes, absolutely. Hospitals now are uh, many of them are suggesting you have an advocate for yourself when they when they uh, when you go in. So it's it's important, and uh, and we're all become caregivers, you know, at some point in our life, and makes it a lot easier. I can tell you, I was a caregiver, and 
And the system I developed made a huge difference uh, in keeping track. I won the uh, an international book award in the caregiving category for this book. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. But it shows the importance of the ease of helping the medical aspect of the person you're taking care of if you know the information and you have it readily available. And this makes it it's so easy. It's broken down, folks, into 14 different sections, starting with uh, birth information, going to medications, uh, immunizations, and, and all the way until your last wishes. And uh, this is uh, just, just something that, you know, you, you fill out the pages. It's ma- it makes it very, very easy to do. And, you know, some people say, well, you know, I could, I could probably do the same thing online. But, you know, online, you're not always going to have access uh, to uh, your online information. And, and your relatives, they would have no idea what your passwords were. Uh, this document is really what you need to have. It's, it's really something uh, unlike anything I have seen, Anne, and I think it's, it's something that, uh, you know, people should get. I see on the back of it, it's only fourteen ninety five. Yeah, I think I decreased the price. The um, that was the publisher's recommended price. They yeah. kind of go with what the publisher wants, and I put it down to around ten because I really wow. want people to have it. It's uh, it, I'm not in it to make the money. I shared what I wrote. I was encouraged to do that. I did it for myself, and uh, then I published it and said, oh, I hope people, you know, know what I know now. And uh, I get on the radio and I spread my message. And, and you know, it's, it's oftentimes, uh, very often, uh, an intimidating process to visit a doctor or a dentist. And, you know, you, your mind is elsewhere. You're, you're not, uh, you know, you, you sometimes for, forget things that might have happened, you know, years ago, procedures you've had, that sort of thing. This is the perfect organizer, folks, and you won't forget anymore if you just uh, take this along with you. And uh, it, it is just a, uh, a terrific publication, and uh, I recommend it highly. And can you stay with us? We have to take a quick break here. Sure thing, Ken. All right. Anne McCauley LaDuke with us, and uh, she has put together the Personal Health Organizer, complete and easy-to-use system to quickly document your major medical and dental history. And we'll chat more with Anne coming up. After the break here, we are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, Kale & Company Live right here, WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Very pleased to have with us this morning Anne McCauley LaDuke joining us from Connecticut and uh, talking about her book, Personal Health Organizer, a complete, easy-to-use system to quickly document your major medical and dental history. And this book makes it so easy to do that. And, uh, you know, my guess is, Anne, that uh, most people don't keep very good medical records. And I, I guess maybe their justification is that, you know, doctors and dentists will do that for you in their offices. 
but uh, that's not necessarily the case. I, I think you, you're, you're better off relying on your, your own personal documentation. Yeah, you know, people do make mistakes, and uh, sometimes records don't get into the uh, computer on a timely basis or at all. So you you have to keep track. Say um, you go to the doctor, you just saw the consultant the day before, and that new medication or diagnosis isn't into the computer yet. You need to know because your treatment might depend on it. And it's keeping track of ourselves. It's uh, keeping track of our families. And the health is everything. Well, and I think the biggest thing for an organizer is that you have to write in it. And I recommend that people just start because they may look at it and say, oh, my gosh, I don't have all that information. It's going to be too much. Where do I start? And just start, go forward. What Your next appointment, write down what happened. Write down your diagnosis. Write, write down anything you can think of at the time that's necessary for that book. It's a major information. And then backfill as you can. People know their allergies. They may not know all their immunizations. They may know some. But fill it in as you can. Put that coffee pot on and, and just do a little bit every day if that's the way you want. But just start. And don't worry if the whole thing isn't filled out. Go forward with it and uh, and backfill. What are the the biggest mistakes that uh, the patients make, Anne? The biggest mistakes? Yeah. Well, most know their meds nowadays, yeah. and um, they know their allergies. But a, a lot of patients don't know the reaction to the uh, uh, drug. What kind of you had an allergy? What kind of reaction did you have? Was it a rash? Did you have an upset stomach? Why are you listing it as an allergy? And as the years go by, you forget. You just know it's an allergy. Well, with today, there's so many germs out there that are resistant, and you you might have a say a urinary infection. I've seen this, where everything was resistant. There was nothing for me to treat the patient with. So I had to pick something. <laughs> and the, because the allergy, do I need to use uh, this medication that they list as an allergy because it might work? Well, I don't know what the allergy is. Is it anaphylactic shock or did he just have a bellyache? And so we need to know that nowadays because the choice of, say, antibiotics, it's limited with the resistance and allergies. And with this particular patient, there was nothing to treat him with. I didn't treat him, and he did fine, but it may not be that way. So that type of information, go forward with it and backfill if you know. Yeah, absolutely. Great advice. And I I think of this book uh, uh, pertaining to parents, new parents. Uh, If a baby is on the way, you said uh, you you make this a shower gift, and I can certainly uh, certainly understand that. I, I have a, a daughter that's going to have a baby in the not-too-distant future, and uh, I, I'm going to give this book to her. Oh, uh, wonderful. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a great thing to have. Uh, it's, a, it's a great record and uh, a great gift for someone that uh, you know is having a baby. I, I would also think uh, this is uh, perfect to have uh, if you're moving to a new location and uh, you know, having it for your for your new uh, health care providers. 
yes. Yep. A lot of times medical records are transferred. Yep. Um, and sometimes they're not. You have to get the copies and bring them. Offices like both. I had personal experience in that. But if you have your own records, you can always compare and see, do they have everything? All right, exactly. Did they make a mistake? Or it, it, sometimes people are, they steal and change information online. It's amazing they can do that. I don't exactly understand how, but they do. <laughs> and diagnoses pop up and they disappear on people's charts. So, But if you have it, speak up and say, well, let me see what your meds are. What meds do you have on my chart for me? I can tell you there was a girl who was on three major anticoagulants uh, blood thinners for six months because it wasn't caught in the chart. And um, if she had fallen, she would have bled to death, hit her head, definitely had bled to death. These were major, major uh, uh, anticoagulants. So the third doctor caught it and said, oh, my she was lucky. But that that's where we come in as patients. We say, I'm on this, this, this. And what do you have to make sure that uh, everything is right? And as a patient, you have to know your meds, know your diagnoses, and question the doctor and say, well, you know what? I'm already on a blood center. And is that, do you want me on two? Do you want me on three? Speak up. It's not... It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And any provider would rather have you speak up and avoid a mistake than not. Do you think there are some patients, and uh, I've I've known a few myself, uh, that are just afraid uh, to speak up to their health care providers? They are. They are. And I'm here to tell you, do it. (laughs) But but you should know. You've been in the business. You're in the business a long time. Yeah, 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 and we want to hear, we want to prevent mistakes. So if a patient knows what meds they're on, it's not enough just to know them. You have to make sure that the office records have the correct ones and question. And you have me on two cholesterol meds. Is that what you want, doctor? And he may say yes, or he may say no. But you've asked. It's, it's, it's called advocating for yourself. You have to, and it's okay. And yeah. advocate for your family members. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, you have been quoted as saying, Anne, that uh, healthy, I should say health, begins with a pencil. What, yes. do you, what do you mean by that? Yeah, write it down. Yeah, there you <laughs> down go. <laughs> your, write down your information. <laughs> Keep track of yourself. It's health homework, but... It's, uh, you know, you can, if you have your health, you can go out and do anything. You can have all the money in the world, but you can't buy your health. But if you have your health, you can go out and make all the money in the world. But we have to put ourselves uh, first and, and take care of ourselves. And I think that's where society gets a little behind. Yeah, no, no question about that. And uh, again, uh, the history that you uh, will record in this book is so important as Ann pointed out earlier in our chat today, uh, during a health emergency for you or a loved one uh, when you're not thinking especially clearly. And uh, I think to have this this information documented, uh, that it is so, so 
important. And, uh, you know, you, you end the book, uh, you know, talking about, uh, you know, a, a death, you know, and it's, it's, it's reality. Uh, but you have a, a space in there for uh, uh, people to write down their, their final wishes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I worked in long-term care, and it made it so much easier when the family and the patient were all on board. Everybody knew the patient's wishes, not theirs, but the patient's. Right. And um, to have it written made life so much easier for all of them and put a little better peace during the passing uh, time. Because that's another period of time where people uh, sometimes have uh, difficulty, uh, you know, because of, of grief and, and sadness. They have difficulty, you know, thinking of, uh, uh, you know, last wishes uh, by the person who just uh, passed away and how uh, they would like things to go. And plus, you know, information that uh, is important as well. Uh, to those uh, survivors. So there are all kinds of things in, in this book that make, uh, you know, everything uh, so easy to document uh, that you have, have uh, plenty of space to write everything in. And it is just a, a tremendous, I, I don't know if, if uh, there's anything else like this out on the market, in. Um, I've heard there are other books. Yeah. I've heard from other um, radio personalities that yeah. um, I've been on their shows that it's probably the most complete. Yeah. Oh, I would have to say so. There's no doubt about that. And again, it's Personal Health Organizer, a complete, easy-to-use system to quickly document your major medical and dental history, a lifetime record. And Anne McCauley Leduc. I, I want to thank you very much for being with us. How can people get the book? Oh, it's on Amazon. The best way to do is go to Amazon Books and type in personal and A-N-N-E, and my book comes up because my name is complicated. <laughs> they won't be able to find me. So that's the, that's the best way. Personal, because it's your personal records, and Anne, because that's me. And that is from Hus- Husky Trail Press, LLC. Yes. Does that have anything to do with Yukon? No. <laughs> My publisher lived in Connecticut, so um, but he liked husky dogs. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yes. That's good. All right. Well, Anne, you've been a, a delightful guest. We really appreciate you spending the time this morning, and I, I strongly urge people to get the book. If you're thinking about something for a shower gift, this is the perfect thing. No doubt about that. And thanks so much. And thank you, Ken. Thank you for having me on your show. Our pleasure. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Yep. Kale and Company live here on WKXLNHtalkradio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and we will be right back. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on this Tuesday. Great to have you along with us. As we mentioned during our chat with Anne Macaulay Leduc, it is Call Your Doctor Day. It's also National Kitchen Clutches. Klutzes. <laughs> I can't even say it. National Kitchen Clutzes of America Day. I probably would fall into that category. I'm a kitchen klutz. A sewing Machine Day. Weed Your Garden Day. And World Softball Day. And by the way, while on uh, the topic of World Softball Day, 
Uh, congratulations to the uh, state champions in New Hampshire who won their softball tournaments uh, over the weekend, including in Division One, the Concord High Crimson Tide. Congratulations to the Tide. A 3-2 victory over Winnicott High School of uh, Hampton. In Division Two, Co-Brown-Northwood defeated Kingswood 5-1. In Division Three, it was Prospect Mountain over Guilford 5-1. And in Division Four, Portsmouth Christian defeated Messinic by a score of 5-3. Uh, so congratulations to all the uh, statewide softball champions on this World Softball Day. Uh, by the way, the uh, Red Sox lost last night 4-3 to three in 10 innings, game that was uh, delayed by rain in the top of the 10th inning. Rain delay lasted uh, well over an hour last night at Fenway Park. Game didn't get over till oh, about a uh, quarter of 12 or somewhere in that vicinity. And there were very few people uh, left in the stands when it was all said and done last night at Fenway Park, but they lost to the uh, Colorado Rockies by a final of 4-3. to three. And the series will continue tonight at Fenway Park. Of course, the biggest sporting event of the night took place in Denver, Colorado. And uh, following... The Denver Nuggets winning their first ever NBA championship, 94-89 to over the Miami Heat in Game 5 of the NBA Finals. There was a shooting in Denver early this morning, leaving nine victims injured, including three in critical condition, according to authorities. Shooting came as fans flooded the streets of the city to celebrate the Nuggets winning the franchise's first NBA championship. Denver police said the uh, shooting in the 2000 block of Market Street resulted in 10 victims, including a suspect who is in custody. Most of the victims, including the suspect, suffered non-life-threatening injuries, according to police. Denver Police uh, Public Information Officer Doug Shepman told Fox News that the shooting happened at approximately 12.30 a.m. Mountain Time. So that's uh, two hours behind us, so like about 2.30 our time. So approximately, I'd say approximately uh, two and a half hours or so uh, after the completion of the game last night. Uh, preliminary information indicates multiple shots were fired during an altercation involving several individuals, according to police. Not immediately clear if the individuals were specifically targeted or if there was more than one shooter. According to authorities, and I quote, this is a complex ongoing investigation in its early stages. Preliminary information indicates multiple shots were fired during an altercation involving several individuals. So uh, there you have it. Overnight, 10 people shot on the streets of Denver, Colorado. Very uh, interesting interview, which I have not seen yet. Uh, it was on uh, Fox News last night, Sean Hannity, interviewing California's 
Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom. And he responded to a former President Donald Trump facing federal indictment for the alleged mishandling of classified documents. In an exclusive interview with uh, Fox News' Sean Hannity, Newsom, who was not held back in his critiques of another or other top Republicans, like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, said he was saddened by the 2024 Republican frontrunner's scheduled trial in Miami. Trump uh, tr- uh, trial will start today, by the way, uh, in Miami. Security is uh, uh, very tight uh, in Miami for this one, as they're expecting uh, thousands upon thousands of people to turn out at the uh, courthouse this morning where uh, Trump will go on trial. Uh, Newsom went on to say, it was sad, and I say sad as an American, Newsom said in an interview that uh, aired last night on Hannity. Hannity asked uh, what his relationship was like with Trump when he was in the White House, and Newsom said the two engaged in politically unique cooperation during the coronavirus pandemic with the top Democratic governor praising Trump, believe it or not. Newsom said, I didn't have a closed fist. I had an open hand. We actually had an incredible relationship during COVID. He was incredible. He played no politics during COVID with California, none whatsoever. It's a fact, said Newsom. The governor said that in uh, that someone is in his own party uh, criticized him for declining to attack Trump during the pandemic. Newsom uh, was also asked about the uh, publication of photographs showing him and his wife Jennifer dining at the upscale French laundry restaurant while businesses uh, and uh, many other businesses in his and uh, other blue states were placed under hefty restrictions. And you've you've seen the pictures of Newsom and his wife and uh, and other couples dining at the French Laundry uh, outside uh, San Francisco. At the time, uh, Newsom had enacted some tough restrictions like forced shuttering of indoor dining in uh, many of the state's counties. The French Laundry uh, dinner was a 50th birthday celebration for a political advisor. Spokesperson for the advisor told Fox's Los Angeles affiliate that the meal setup was considered outdoors. And Newsom told Hannity last night, it was a dumb, it was a terrible mistake. It wasn't illegal, it was wrong. And I totally violated the spirit of what I was preaching. And it was wrong, and I own that. End quote. He also doubled down on his plan to appoint an African-American woman to be uh, in the U.S. Senate if the replacement of Senator Dianne Feinstein, a Democrat from California, falls in his lap. Feinstein is 89. She served in the U.S. Senate since 1992. She developed severe complications from shingles earlier this year, raising questions about her ability to finish her term. Speculation about who will succeed Feinstein, whether she decides to finish her term or not, has led to varied reports. Some speculate whether there is significance that a daughter of Representative Nancy Pelosi 
has been aiding the senator in order to help prospective successor Representative Adam Schiff, the Democrat from California. Spokesman for Pelosi responded no to a May inquiry by Fox News whether Pelosi's daughter also named Nancy's uh, arrangement is intended to help Schiff's campaign. Adam Schiff, a uh, current representative from the state of California, uh, could possibly be named or appointed by Governor Newsom to replace Dianne Feinstein. But apparently, uh, Representative Barbara Lee, who is black, has said that she would accept an appointment from Newsom if offered, according to a report from a California radio station. So there you go. It should be interesting if you could uh, catch that. That Hannity interview with uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom. Interesting that he would uh, uh, accept an interview with Hannity. He did, and I uh, give him credit for that. We take a break. Kale and Company continues after these words right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are powered by Northeast Delta Dental. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Presented by Northeast Delta Dental. By the way, Scott Spradling, political analyst, bon vivant. Band leader, you name it. Scott has done it all in his career. He'll be with us uh, tomorrow on the program. And then uh, Thursday, we'll have a couple of authors. Paul Brogan will join us. And Margaret Porter, local author, uh, is going to talk about uh, her books, of which she has written many. But she also has a background uh, in the theater as well that uh, she uh, will tell us about. And then Friday, of course, the uh, Friday Fun Bunch here on uh, WKXL. A New Hampshire mountain known for its extreme weather conditions has recorded its snowiest June in 91 years of record keeping. Any guesses as to what that mountain may be? You're right. Snowfall on Saturday atop Mount Washington this past Saturday atop Mount Washington, brought, uh, brought the uh, total amount to 8.4 inches, 8.4 inches for the month of June, according to the Mount Washington Observatory. But with a return to warmer weather, nearly all of it had melted by early yesterday. The observatory posted on Facebook that, statistically speaking, the last snowfall of the season typically occurs in early to mid-June most years. A quasi-stationary low sat over the region, delivering snow very uh, early in the month and certainly every day of the month, believe it or not, to the top of uh, Mount Washington. The observatory said in a statement, with another low and cold air approaching, in the days ahead, we could see the total grow further. Of course, the observatory is at the summit of the northeast's highest mountain at 6,288 feet. And a lot of people are going to be descending upon Mount Washington this weekend 
for the run to the top of the mountain. Who knew there might have been a snowball fight at the top of the mountain after the race? But uh, it, it takes place on uh, Saturday morning, the run to the top of uh, Mount Washington, always a great event and a grueling event for the participants. Imagine running up a, uh, a hill, up a mountain, 6,288 feet. Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine. But uh, I won't be doing it, by the way. I might be observing it, but I won't be doing it for sure. Hey, big news in the world of show business last night. If you haven't heard, Pat Sajak is taking one last spin on the Wheel of Fortune, announcing Monday that its upcoming season will be his last as host. Sajak announced his retirement from the game show in a tweet. I quote here, well, the time has come. I've decided that our 41st season, which begins in September, 41 seasons, folks, of the Wheel of Fortune will be my last. It's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all, end quote. Sajak is 76. He has presided over the game show, which features contestants guessing letters to try to fill out words and phrases to win money and prizes since 1981. But he wasn't the first host, by the way. He took over the duties from Chuck Woolery, who was the show's first host when it debuted in 1975. Along with Vanna White, who joined the show in 1982, Sajak has been a television mainstay. The show soon shifted to syndication and aired in the evening in many markets, becoming one of the most successful game shows in history. Sajak will continue to serve as a consultant on the show for three years after his retirement as host. As host of Wheel of Fortune, Pat has entertained millions of viewers across uh, America and really uh, North America and the world for 40 amazing years. We are incredibly grateful and proud to have Pat as our host for all these years and look forward to celebrating his outstanding career throughout the upcoming season. According to uh, Suzanne Preet, who is the executive vice president of game shows for Sony Pictures Television. In recent years, some of Sajak's banter and chiding of contestants have become fodder for social media. That prompted Sajak to remark in his retirement post about doing another season. He says, and I quote, if nothing else, it will keep the clickbait sites busy. <laughs> so there you go. Pat Sajak retiring after next season. So don't you worry. He's going to be around for a while. Sad story uh, in the news yesterday, actor Treat Williams, whose nearly 50-year career included starring roles in the TV series Everwood and the movie Hair, died Monday after a motorcycle crash in Vermont, according to state police. He was 71 years of age. Uh, shortly before 5 p.m., a Honda SUV was turning left into a parking lot when it collided with the uh, 
Williams motorcycle in the town of Dorset, Vermont, according to a statement from Vermont State Police. According to the statement, Williams was unable to avoid a collision and was thrown from his motorcycle. He suffered critical injuries and was airlifted to Albany Medical Center in Albany, New York, where he was pronounced dead. Williams was wearing a helmet, according to police. The SUV's driver received uh, minor injuries, was not hospitalized. He had signaled the turn and wasn't immediately detained, although the crash investigation continued. Williams, whose full name was Richard Treat Williams, lived in Manchester Center in southern Vermont, according to police. His agent, Barry McPherson, also confirmed the actor's death. He said, I'm just devastated. He was the nicest guy. He was so talented. He was an actor's actor. Filmmakers loved him. He's been the heart of the Hollywood. Uh, he's been in the heart of Hollywood since the late uh, 1970s. The Connecticut-born Williams made his movie debut in 1975 as a police officer in the movie The Deadly Hero and went on to appear in more than 100 TV and film roles, including the movies The Eagle Has Landed, Prince of the City, and Once Upon a Time in America. Treat Williams was uh, 71 uh, years of age. Elsewhere uh, in the news, from uh, our good friends at indepthnh.org, Attorney General John M. Formella announced on Monday that the Attorney General's office has released the final report regarding its determination as to the lawfulness of the law enforcement officer's non-fatal shooting of John Swanson in Ossipee in November of 2019. The Attorney General's office had previously released its findings regarding this event on March 3, 2020, via a press release, but did not release the final report due to related pending criminal charges against Mr. Swanson at the time. The final investigation report concludes that based on all the facts and circumstances, Troopers Nicholas Levesque, Nicholas Sear, and Michael Cedrone of the New Hampshire State Police were legally justified in the use of deadly force when each officer discharged their firearm. Accordingly, no charges will be filed against the law enforcement officers involved. The Carroll County uh, Attorney's Office did charge uh, Mr. Swanson in connection with statements he made to police officers on November 6, 2019 and November 7, 2019. With gunshots, law enforcement officers believed they were heard coming from Mr. Swanson's residence on November 7, 2019, as well as other criminal charges. Following a hearing to determine competency, the charges against Mr. Swanson were dismissed by the court. So the officers in that shooting in Ossipee back a few years ago have now been cleared. Well, time to mosey on out of here. want to thank our guest earlier in the program today, Anne Macaulay LaDuke. And again, her book, Personal Health Organizer, a complete, easy-to-use system to quickly document your major medical and dental history. A lifetime record 
and it was uh, published by Husky Trail Press, LLC. H-U-S-K-Y Trail Press, L-L-C. And available on Amazon. As always, thank you all very much for joining us here on the program. If you missed it, or want to hear it again, listen tonight right after 7 o'clock here on WKXL 103.9 in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester and well beyond, 1450 on the AM dial and streaming around the world and around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. We're presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Make it a great Tuesday, everybody.